I used to think that my business was too small to need any type of legal mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And um, I think that's what a lot of people think is like, oh, I'm going to start this little business. Um, don't really need to worry about the legal stuff mm-hmm. until later on. I mean, you're not alone there. There's tons of people that think that way. And that's that, I mean, that's part of the reason why I have the podcast is to help people realize you're never too small. And if you take care of it from the beginning, you have less issues down the road. Welcome to the Retail Queen podcast. My name is Erica Rhodes. I am a business coach, boutique owner, and online retail queen with a passion for helping women grow their businesses and make more money doing what they love. I left corporate at the age of 23 with a mission to make an impact on this world through empowering women just like you to shoot for the stars. I'm so thrilled you found my podcast and I'm so thankful you're here. Now let's do this thing. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Retail Queen podcast. I am so excited to have my good friend today, Andrea Sager. She is a small business attorney, host of the Legalpreneur podcast, and founder of The Contract Bolt. Hello. Hey, thanks so for having me. Thank you for being here. So for those that don't know you, um, tell us a little bit about you, your background, and how you got started. Yeah, so I actually used to own a clothing boutique, started online, opened a brick and mortar store, then got, I mean, I pretty, yeah, pretty much just got burned out. Uh, I started my boutique when I was in law school. So it was essentially how I made a living in law school. And I got the big firm job in school. So I was like, oh, this is great. I'll, you know, I'll have somebody, I'll just own the store and somebody will run it for me. Well, I didn't do a good job of setting that up. So it was, me running the store while also working this big firm job. And I just got burned out very quickly with the store. And also while at the firm, I hated it. I thought, you know, I had my dream job, but I had tons of boutique owners that wanted help. They needed help with trademarks, copyrights, all the things that they need help with. And most of the time they just couldn't afford the firm's rates. And then I had a couple of clients or a couple of people that did want, they were like, you know what? I don't care what the fee is. I just need help. So I thought I was a rock star, first year attorney, bringing in these clients. And the firm was literally just like, uh, we don't want these clients. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, they're going to pay your rates. I just didn't get it. And so it was literally that moment where I was just like, okay, this is not the place for me. And I think I'm just going to go serve small business owners. Cause that, that was my people. Like the, I spoke their language. I knew like I, I was them and they were, they wanted to work with me, but of course it's always scary because you don't know, like you think you're going to have business, but you're not sure. And I just remember leaving the firm on a Friday. I remember I posted in a Facebook group that night and immediately I had like my first client and I was like, Oh my God, I'm making it work. Like I'm making money already. And just, I mean, that was two years ago and things have just been absolutely amazing. Like I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I remember yesterday I was actually writing a Facebook post and I was like, I remember like, two years ago, two and a half years ago, I was like dreaming about doing this and now I am actually doing it. Yes. 
Oh, I love that. I actually didn't know you were a boutique owner until yesterday when I was talking to Kayla. (laughs) Yeah, but that is so awesome. So you've been in the shoes of Mm -hmm. small business owners. And I think that I just love your passion for helping small businesses. Mm -hmm. And that is like, that's what we need. You know, I used to think that my business was too small to need any type of legal mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And um, I think that's what a lot of people think is like, oh, I'm going to start this little business. Um, don't really need to worry about the legal stuff mm-hmm. until later on. I mean, you're not alone there. There's yeah. tons of people that think that way. And that's that, I mean, that's part of the reason why I have the podcast is to help people realize you're never too small. And if you take care of it from the beginning, you have less issues down the road. So even if you think you're too small or you think, you know, legal is just for, you know, Apple and Samsung having their billion dollar legal battle, like that, that's not going to happen to you. Like you can spend a couple of hundred dollars now, protect yourself and avoid many issues down the road. Yes, for sure. So I was actually just listening to your most recent podcast about, you were talking about different contracts that um, small business owners would need, but, you know, never really thought that they would ever need. Um, So can you talk a little bit about the importance of that? Yeah. Yeah. So most people don't, I mean, most business owners don't realize the importance of contracts. And I mean, I just feel like contracts get a bad rap because you hear about, oh, so somebody screwed me over because they slid in this thing on the contract or they try to do this, they try to do that. And I'm trying to really push, just do good business. Like you don't need to try to screw somebody over, just do good business. And the contracts that small business owners need are I mean, service contracts for, you know, boutique owners that are selling products, you need your terms and conditions. If they're purchasing on the website, the terms of the purchase can go in the terms of conditions. And when you have employees, you need to have some sort of agreement with them, which a lot of people are like, okay, well, you know, I've never signed an agreement for an employee relationship, but there's still things you want them to sign. Like, do you want them to have a non-compete clause? Do you want to have a non-disclosure confidentiality? all sorts of things that you don't realize, oh, that goes in an employee agreement. And with, you know, if you hire contractors or freelancers for photography, if you have a photographer on retainer, most people don't realize, most boutique owners don't realize that the photographer owns those photos. You only are paying for a license to use those photos. And if you want to actually own the photos, you're going to pay a pretty penny for them. So it's a lot of clauses and things that most business owners don't realize that's the whole purpose of the contract is to outline the relationship, outline the rights and duties of both parties. That's the whole point of a contract. And yeah, you'll get the people who probably try to slide one in on you, but when you do good business, like that's what it's about is just laying out the rights and duties, making sure everything is covered, making sure you know exactly what's included. And even for me, like when I, like when a client hires me, I am putting like every little thing that we're doing in the engagement agreement, which is just the contract between the two of us. And that's for my purposes. Cause if not, like 
I have no idea what the heck I'm providing. Like I work with so many clients. Like I use, I remember the days where I, I remember every little thing that I told somebody that I would do for them. But if it nowadays, like if it's not in the engagement agreement, it's not happening. Yeah. I know a lot of people, like especially smaller people starting out, they kind of sway away from, you know, getting into all of the legal stuff as I call it. <laughs> Uh, because they fear that it's going to cost them so much money. And I know you are all about it not costing so much money. Um, can you talk a little bit about the importance of that and like your reasoning behind that? Yeah. And I remember sitting, I keep referring to like the big firm, but the, I just, cause I was thinking about it yesterday and I was like, I remember when I was sit, like, I would sit in my office. I'm like, oh my gosh, it would be so cool if I could like serve these business owners and do this for them and do this for them. And now I'm like actually doing it. And I remember sitting there because, and I, I remember, I remember it was because I had just finished speaking with like one of the partners. I was like, we don't want these clients. Like we don't want these small businesses. And I was like, um, okay, well, who's going to serve them? So it was that moment where I, I really knew there was this gap and I wanted to be the one to close that gap. So I just, you know, I made it a point like, okay, I'm never going to be over this, you know, like never going to be like charging a premium because I want to serve the small business who like, I want to serve more people instead of, you know, people paying a higher premium, but have less clients. That's the people who I want to serve. And because of that, I've always kept my price is very reasonable. I, I mean, I still get people that are like, Oh, why is it so much? I'm like, well, I'm not legal zoom. Number one, I'm a lawyer legals. And that's the thing about legal zoom. Like they're not an actual law firm. And by the time you pay like all the up charges to work with an attorney, you're paying them more than you would have paid me anyway. Um, so just a little tidbit about legal zoom. Um, <laughs> but I, and what, so with the contract vault, that is, basically the legal resource, the go-to legal resource. So I, tr with my actual legal services, I try to be very affordable, but th even then there's people who are like, can't even afford that, which I totally understand. So it's like, okay, well, I don't want them to be without help or to not get adequate help. So I created the contract vault, which has tons of contract templates and essentially just like any contract template disclaimer, anything you need for your business. And I created that because I want it to be the go-to legal resource for small business owners. So if you can't even afford to work with an attorney, at least you have templates to start out with. And I even tell a lot of new business owners that come to me like, Hey, I need this custom contract for this or that. And once I get to know like their business, what they're going to be doing, I tell them, I'm like, you don't even know what you want. So I'm going to be create, like I'm creating the contract. And so that uh, essentially you're using my template anyway. Yeah. So instead of just paying me for my, for a custom contract from the beginning, use this template that I know is great because we drafted it and we make sure like we have the best provisions in there. You're like, you're getting the most protection possible. So we know you're getting the most protection possible. And then as you, go along in your business with that template, you'll start to realize, okay, well, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. And then eventually you'll graduate in your business to a custom contract. But especially if you're just starting out and money is an issue, you don't necessarily need custom contracts as long as you can get your hands on a reliable template. 
And that's what we have with the contract vault is the reliable templates. And you realize like, as you're going along in business, you realize, okay, well, this doesn't work. Okay. I want a different refund policy or I want this. I want that. And that's totally cool. Like you learn as you go along in business. So as long as you're starting with some good templates, you're good to go. Yes. So for those people that are wondering, what is the difference between just copying a random contract they find on Google? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a couple of reasons you shouldn't do that. Number one is it's copyright infringement. Number yeah. one, most people don't realize that, that a contract is protected with a copyright. So if you copy a contract and not that I, and I'm not here to say like, Oh, all these con these attorneys are going to sue you for copyright infringement. I haven't heard of that happening. Don't know if it has happened, but it is infringement. And number two, you don't know what's in that Google contract. You don't know if it's reliable. And most of the time with the, like, if you Google, you know, employee contract on Google, it's for something that's totally unrelated. So you have to like sift through it and figure like, okay, does this apply to me? Does this apply to me? And you honestly just don't know if it's reliable. You don't know if the right provisions are in there. You don't know. Cause the, I mean, as a boutique owner, your contract is going to look a lot different. Like for an employees, your contract looks a lot different than a manufacturer. Yeah that that's how it goes. And that's what we've tried to create with the contract vault is specific templates to different industries. So we have retail e-commerce, which is for boutique owners. Uh, we have business coaches, accounting and bookkeeping. We have fitness professionals, health and wellness, all the popular online industries. We have specific contracts for those industries in the vault. That is awesome. So people can go in no matter the business and there's different sections they can look in for contracts that are specific to their industry. I think that's so cool. Oh my yeah. God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So yeah, we will, um, we'll put all of the information in the show notes for that. That way people can go in and find that. And you're actually doing a free webinar. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Tomorrow 24. and Thursday. Yes, yes. So um, we'll go ahead and put that in the show notes too for those people that want to get in that. Um, and then you have a, a free um, list of... Yes, the contract. free contract checklist. Yes. yes. So even if you... there, We'll also put the link for just the contract checklist. That way, if you know they're listening to this later and the webinar yeah. is over, the training's over, there probably will be a recording to the training. Um, but I know we will also have just the contract checklist. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. I know this is going to help so many people. Like yeah. you, so you're going to help so many people. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know because so many boutique owners, like even in different Facebook groups, it's just contract passed by passed around through different people. And at the end of the day, you still don't know, like, I don't know what this covers. Like, I don't know if this has everything. Yeah. And yeah. So with the contract vault, we're really aiming to serve just as many business owners as possible and help them with their contract needs. There also be different um, products available, but the first product with the, with that company is the contract vault. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and giving us some information about you, what you do, and the contract vault. Thank you. Thanks for thank having you, me. Thank you. Okay, so we talked to Andrea Sager a little bit about her contract vault that is coming out 
very, very soon. Now, if you're listening to this episode on June 23rd or June 24th, 2020, then there is still time to get into her free webinar, which is being held on the 24th and 25th. And I will put the link for that here in the show notes. That way you can go ahead and get signed up for the free webinar. If you are listening listening to this after the 25th, then you can still check out the contractable. I will leave, again, I will leave that link in the show notes for you. It's going to be so, so helpful for small business owners of all kinds. So check it out. I'll leave it in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Retail Queen podcast. Make sure that you share this episode with somebody that you think would need it. Just take a screenshot of this episode, send it to your girlfriend, send it to your boyfriend, whatever, whoever you want to send it to, whoever would benefit from the episode or any of the other episodes. (laughs) If you have not left a rating and review yet, please do so because whenever you rate our podcast, it helps our podcast be seen in the eyes of more people which helps us to help more people and change more lives. Thank you again, and I will talk to you in the next episode.